0: And welcome to that horror cast.
1: I'm Mallory Smart and I'm Dmitry Samarov.
0: On today's episode we'll be discussing George Romero's 1978 zombie cult classic, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, a movie Donna. that would never
1: <laughs> won an Oscar. Uh Dawn of the Dead that should have probably won an Oscar, every Oscar. Uh Really? Should have. It wasn't nominated for anything <laughs> because back then, uh, yeah, that was before they even considered genre movies for any awards. You know,
0: <laughs> I was actually going to ask you before you actually roll out a summary of it. Why did you pick that over Night of the Living Dead?
1: Oh, I think I think it's the best one. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, it's a different. Oh, I mean, w- one of the cool things is it's not really it's not a sequel.
0: No, nah, it just it's, seems like it's expanding out an idea
1: yeah yeah uh one of the great one of the i mean I think George Romero is one of the, one of the best directors ever, and he never even though he was boxed in and kind of forced to do mostly horror movies in his career he could he couldn't raise money for other projects uh I think he never mailed it in, and he never just just did it for the money, you know what I mean, mhm-. So yeah, he didn't do that stupid, like, lengthening the the thing that everybody does, which is sequels, uh, which would just uh, prolongs the story way past its ending. Mm-hmm. What he yeah, what he did was he he put a bunch of very different characters in a different uh, era of America, you know, and uh, used uh, you know this kind of exaggerated, uh, you know, grotesque uh, mo- form or whatever uh, to to uh, to make a, a critique of American society, you know, pretty Is wide it... ranging critique of society and politics and everything else. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, was it because it had much more narrative than Night of Living Dead that you liked it more?
1: Uh, I think I maybe I liked it more. I I love the first one, too. I love I I like some of the other ones, too. Some more than others, the ones that followed. But uh, I think I think uh, that finding that shopping mall is just the 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 most perfect image or evocation of like if you want to know about life in America, you just do that. You show a fucking shopping mall with people like like lurching about and that's to me as a I guess a foreigner still like in I'll, I'll always feel like one I think of America that's what America is to me it's a fucking gross shopping mall how about that for a reason
0: (laughs) like every time i speak to somebody who actually is like an immigrant and moved to this country i always ask like what their first experiences were like when they really like first associated Mm -hmm. like american culture it's almost always
1: like mine yeah
0: or some weird restaurant
1: yeah i wrote about it in my soviet stamps book like i we were taking the summer of 1978 Like me and my, there's this great picture of me and my baby brother, like looking completely overwhelmed and lost in, in the toy aisle of Kmart, you know, because we had never seen anything like that,
0: that, um, that amount of stuff. The USSR, you probably would have been like, God damn.
1: Yeah. No, it was, it was overwhelming. And I mean, I, I hate supermarkets to this day. I hate them. There's too many things, too many choices. Uh, I put blinders on, like, and just buy the things I need and get the fuck out.
0: I was going to say, where are you getting your
1: food? Mariano's. Is, okay. uh, there's a Mariano's, like, two blocks from my house, <laughs> <laughs> which is very convenient, which is nice, I mean, because I don't have a car, you know, so, yeah. so I go on my bike or just walk with a couple of bags.
0: You to sort of like, in and out. I don't want to experience the supermarket culture. It's
1: horrible. I, I hate the fucking supermarket. Uh, But yeah, so that that image of people just aimlessly wandering around, like with their co- and envying others and uh, wanting things that they can't afford, and uh, the the muscle memory of like you know the whole thing. Of, and uh, as uh, the main guy says at some point to another, I forget the the, the main guy's name. What, what
0: is the is main Is it Stephen or are you thinking Peter? I don't know which Peter one you would say. Peter. Peter was the one who's like with the cops, and Stephen is the reporter.
1: No, no, not not the re- not not Flyboy, the reporter asshole. Uh, okay, so Peter, with, I think. Peter, yes, yeah, he's the kind of like cop slash military guy. Yeah, sort of in charge, mo- mostly in charge in this movie.
0: He definitely seemed to. Yeah,
1: no, but I think like he says leader. to to Stephen either to Steven or Roger, who's the other, his, his blonde buddy, cop trooper guy, uh, that, you know, he, the other one asks him like, what are, what are they all doing here? Like, and there's like, they are us. Like, and there's something in them that, that still remembers that this is what they liked or what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And and that's what makes them return to the the mall. Mm -hmm. But they don't know why they're there. And, uh, that, is uh a lot of american society to me.
0: We'll say I think you just show that one scene and that's american culture.
1: Right. So, I guess that's why I picked. Also, I think I don't remember exactly how I I, I oh, yeah, we were talking about, towards the end of our last show we were talking about like, you know, once once again about like the whatever, the the best horror movies or what what's the best horror movie or like the classics and we just been talking about texas chainsaw which is arguably the best horror movie or like it's up there
0: oh i'm in on that yeah
1: yeah so to me like dawn of the dead is up there uh, like nearby uh just as completely related to the whole oscar talk or whatever there's no rank i don't i reject like the the ranking system for art of any kind you know they're they're not competing They're not competing because each one is running their own game, you know? They're they're running their own sports. They're not competing in the same sport. You don't score a goal, like, with a, you know, with a bat. You know what I mean?
0: I also think it's all so subjective and everything when it comes to, like, how you react and everything to it. Oh, yeah. And also where, like, the country or, like, the audience is at that moment be like oh we are so not in that mindset where we could accept that like theme and everything of like look at the consumerism in this movie but yeah
1: yeah i mean and yeah maybe maybe i was thinking about it too because related to i mean texas chainsaw concerns itself so much with
0: kind of the death of
1: the working class and the death of uh uh the factories and in an industry in America. And this, uh, and, uh, Donna the dead is, uh, a lot about consumerism and, uh, kind of the other, these other values. And, you know, it happens a little bit later, also sort of in the, in the wake of, uh, the Vietnam war, you know, Mm -hmm. after, after, just after the end of, and it's got that feeling to it too. I mean, especially with uh, with the the bikers and stuff.
0: I would say that, and also in the beginning, when they've like definitely tried to declare martial law, and there's that one really insane, brutal racist, yeah, who's really just kind of giving them hell. It's just like, yes, I fucked with your head. You're you're crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting to rewatch this movie now. I mean, in the wake of COVID, everything gets colored by that experience always. But this whole idea of, you know, the movie starts in a TV studio and the whole argument about what the public should and shouldn't know in these news conferences, endless news conferences, that that reads very differently now after the years that we've just lived through, you know? Mm hmm. That's for sure. And, I mean, that's the that's the amazing, that's the cool thing about art of any kind is when you return to it after a time, uh, what you notice are the things that are most familiar to you from recent experience. So now that this movie reads much differently, at least it did to me uh, in that aspect.
0: So do you want to give us a quick summary of it?
1: Sure. Uh, so at the beginning... I I think I think it takes place in 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 uh, current times in the in the contemporary times in in that movie. So it's released in '78. So let's say it takes place in the '70s. But uh, we're we're in a TV studio which is panicked uh, and about to go off the air to be replaced by an emergency uh, uh, governmental emergency broadcast system because. Zombies have overrun the country, and uh, the government is declaring martial law and uh, advising people to flee their homes. They're not safe. They have to all go to designated areas, and it's just chaos. And uh, our main characters are a couple of, uh, I think it's the weather guy and uh, one of the either producer or on-air is the lady, she's a
0: producer. She's a producer.
1: Yeah. Who who are a couple and then two kind of quasi cop military guys. Yeah. Uh, They
0: never really specify if they're like SWAT or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think it's intentionally vague, but they're from, yeah, they're, they're from some sort of paramilitary force that's been maybe hastily arranged because of this national emergency to deal with shit. Uh, and they take the weather helicopter and and are trying to flee to some sort of to find some kind of safe harbor. And they end up uh settling uh landing on the roof of a suburban shopping mall. Uh it all takes place uh in in uh more or less in Pennsylvania. So George Romero is from Pittsburgh and a lot of his movies are based around there. Mm-hmm uh so i don't remember where they say they exactly land it's not that far from where they started because they're worried about losing fuel then the one time that they land uh, to refuel it's hairy they almost get eaten by zombies so they decide that they can't just be flying around they have to choose a spot uh, and they end up holding up in this uh, giant abandoned mall and sort of scrubbing it cleaned and making it their home for a time uh, until uh, other humans come and fuck up their uh, their little oasis and shit goes bad.
0: I <laughs> actually that a, liked.
1: Does that explain it? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <More> like...
0: <laughs> I I liked how you actually like wrapped up with other humans because it wasn't actually the zombies that ended up being a threat. Well, once to their life. again, it yeah, was other
1: humans. Uh, Romero is always, always. He's no, he's not a Stephen King. He's not gonna let us off the hook and let some magical like alien be responsible. <laughs> he's gonna tell you that it's fucking it's us that's fucking it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, theoretically, they could have stayed there for years. I mean, it was if no if problem the stupid if the asshole the bikers Sound. hadn't come, yeah. And uh, Peter, the 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 boss guy, the the main guy, uh, warned them. You know, like. What, just when, when his other people were like starting to feel happy, like look, we're we're we've made it. We were in a paradise. Like, no, no, we gotta keep watch because sooner or later somebody's gonna come through here and fuck up our thing. And sure enough he's right. Yeah.
0: I mean, he is thinking logically in that way where I don't know if you have ever thought about post apocalyptic situations, but I would say a mall is the perfect place, that or a supermarket. That's where I would hold up.
1: Yeah, no, I I can't say I've ever considered it, but I'm not a. Unlike you, I don't have a novel in the drawer, a sci-fi novel in the drawer. <laughs> I'm not I'm not much of a speculative thinker. I'm I'm more I'm very. I'm very married to and uh, fascinated by things down here on planet earth in the present. So yeah, yeah, it's my favorite kind of fantasy is reality. (laughs) that's, (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, I'm very reality based, uh, very sort of like firsthand seen with your eyes kind of deal. That's, that's my whole jam usually. Uh, so no, I've never thought about it, but so, Oh, so you're saying you've, You've thought about that in, like, a, yeah. like a supermarket or a shopping mall. Makes sense.
0: It definitely would, I mean, because, obviously, it kind of has all you need for a while. For a while. Yeah. I mean, I think it's enough, like, until shit kind of calms down. I think you could actually, like, probably stay there for, like, a year, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I think that you got enough, like... I know, They live this, like, hedonistic lifestyle. They have all these goods available to them. They have safe rooms. They have all this shit. Yeah. So I, I would definitely go there. I was going to ask, though, this is when it gets to generational shit, and I'm very sorry because it might make you seem old. I always thought malls you don't, you were have bigger make, in the 80s. Y- y-
1: y- nobody has to do any work to make me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. Uh, 80, yeah. But they, I'm sure they peaked in the '80s,
0: but they're uh, definitely the, around in the '70s.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're around. They're around in the '50s and '60s. I mean, that's when you know the birth of them. Yeah. They. Do, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of you can go on. Um, for a while there, like especially like on Tumblr, there was, uh, there was sites like dedicated to documenting dead malls, you know, like abandoned malls.
0: We it's, have quite a few, uh, yeah, in the Chicagoland area.
1: Well, of course. Well, now it's. I mean, we have. You know, Amazon killed them all. You know, uh, but and and yeah, pandemic. You know, COVID probably put a put a cherry on top of that. You know, but um, I don't know. What's your? Ex- did you have much of an experience growing up with malls? Mo- I mean, you, you grew up in the suburbs. Did you grow up in malls?
0: Uh yeah. There's. Two malls I would
1: go to. One
0: to socialize, like, to yeah. like
1: to go hang out with friends, right?
0: Yeah. And it was almost like what you said. We didn't even really get shit. We just right. looked at stuff like, oh, we'd really like to buy that. Like maybe we get a drink or some like food or something and we'd walk around and be like, I'd like to get that shirt. And then yeah. we'd just like Yeah. You just window shop anyway.
1: or like you dream. Yeah. But that's why, once again, it's such a perfect encapsulation of American life and especially suburban life, which you know, during, yeah, the, I think it was approaching. So, yeah, the the baby boomers were having their kids and moving to the suburbs, like, doing white flight and all that. So malls were, it's probably, he's probably getting on the early beginning of the crest of the wave, you know, of malls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they, they peaked in the 80s and started receding in the 90s to their eventual death now, you know what I mean?
0: Definitely. But,
1: but but then also you know uh, later people you know, migrated back to city all kinds of people resettled cities you know after the the height of white flight uh, it 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 sort of reversed in a way and now it's reversed back because of covid people are like moving out to the, moved out fled to the country you know <laughs> so yeah there's there's cycles and patterns for various reasons but like I I never uh, I didn't grow up in a, uh, I I grew up uh, in a suburb in Boston, but it was a suburb the way uh, I grew up in a place called Brookline, which is kind of the way like Evanston is to Chicago. So it was on the train line. It was, it didn't feel like a, like I never, I didn't learn to drive until I was 21, that kind of thing.
0: Oh, you're a city city guy.
1: Yeah. So I didn't like going to a mall was weird to me. Like it, it, Like I had to go, I had to travel a good long way to get to a mall. There was no malls anywhere near me. Uh, So it was kind of a treat in like a weird other world to me, personally.
0: Yeah, growing up in the suburbs, it's really, it's the go-to hangout. It's what you do.
1: Well, yeah, because malls were designed to be, uh, to replace like a village or town square because...
0: I mean, it's supposed to be like the third place really for you.
1: Sure. Well, because... The suburbs were not des- you know these so-called bedroom communities you know mm-hmm. they were not desert- designed around a main street you know they're not designed the way towns were they had no center it was just private homes so malls were made to replace that
0: yeah we don't have like any downtown area or plaza or anything exactly so.
1: that's what i yeah
0: no place for people to congregate, but you know then they build a mall when there's usually like the food court or a giant fountain in the middle and shit,
1: yeah, so it's a replica it's a phony replica of a, of a little town
0: mm-hmm. uh uh
1: and all that shit was invented by you know like in the in the post world War two time to replace uh or to like but they thought they were improving misguidedly, you know, mm-hmm. like on, on a thing that, you know, civilizations have been doing for thousands of years, like, of, like the way they organize like a lived place, you know, mm-hmm. but, but these asshole baby boomers thought they had a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any, anywho.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, always into like trashing baby boomers, but okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, except that, like in the, in this case, you know, like we George really Romero. To, yeah. Well, George Romero is a baby boomer, so or was uh, he passed away? But or maybe, yeah, I don't know if he's. Yeah, what year was he born? Let me see.
0: I never know when the cutoff is.
1: Yeah, well, boomers, you know, by definition, they're born. You know, uh, they're they were the babies of World War II kids, but
0: he was born in 1940.
1: Yeah, yeah, almost.
0: I was gonna say, like, is he? He Boomer could have been like Silent Gen.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe just before uh, Boomer. But uh, he's he, like if, riding that line. He would have. Well, he would have come of age post-war because you know the war ended in the forties. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um,
0: I'm just reading that uh, his nickname is Godfather of the Dead.
1: <laughs> that yeah. Well, no. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. People, yeah, horror movie fans debate this all the time, but yeah, it's, uh, those slow, the the George Romero zombies are the only zombies in my book. Like, the running fast zombies are bullshit, you know?
0: I was going to ask, like, to compare <laughs> some other zombie movies.
1: Yeah, there's, a, he's, he's like, it's like, that's the class of the, I don't know. He set the standard. <laughs> I think zombies. there is
0: definitely, like, I don't know. There's something scarier, in my opinion, of something that is like looming towards you, and yeah. like you just see it like creeping closer and closer, as opposed to something that's yeah, like, and, chasing you like yeah, crazy.
1: No, and yeah, as you know, and so many of them, you know, and he has so so much fun with the makeup and the effects and stuff, and all the different ways that they're maimed and killed or just just hurt, and then they just keep moving. You know, you, you, except except if you get a uh, them in the head, they just keep going. They're just all they are is, as as somebody says in the movie, they're just just instinct.
0: That's actually what I really like about the zombies is it doesn't seem like they're really going out to attack like crazy. They're just well, kind of wandering around mindlessly until something like instigates them,
1: like triggers them. Well, and them. they're all, all they're, do- they're not. Not unlike uh, Leatherface, they're not really bad guys. They're searching for food. Yeah, and it happens uh, unfortunately for for warm-blooded humans and for them, what they eat is people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. But like you know, if they if they ate you know if they were vegetarians, they would just be attacking trees, I guess. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just what it's just what they are. It, it's not that they have like an in, a bad intent or they're they're not malevolent. It's the live humans that are malevolent, mm-hmm. All, always in these movies. Like the real bad guys are the people. You know.
0: I mean, as we just said, what eventually caused the downfall of our main characters were other people, not the zombies.
1: Exactly.
0: Yep, yeah, those goddamn bikers. Yeah. But are there any other zombie movies you like? Uh
1: what what are the other zombie um Can't think of it. I mean, I hate that fucking show.
0: Uh Oh no, I don't watch
1: uh, uh what's it called? Uh Walking Dead. Walking I, I Dead. watched a couple episodes right when it started. And right when a couple of episodes in, they suddenly assemble this kind of like United Colors of Benetton, like every race, like team. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, like, please don't like I hate movies or like shows that telegraph or like force me to uh, like either feel good or like uh, it's like a, such an obvious morality. Like they're like it's like a fucking after school special, you know. Mm -hmm. that's how I felt about that. It it was when that Asian kid got into the sports car, I turned it off. (laughs) Like, I said, nope, done, over. It's over. I can't fucking watch this.
0: It feels like these days a lot of zombie movies are almost like parodies of themselves.
1: Well, they would have to be, wouldn't they? You know, like
0: Zombieland and Warm Bodies and shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, the... The the one that had the fast me, the Danny Boyle one, where it's like the end of the world and they're running around. Uh, there are
0: way too many for me to even think about. Hold on,
1: it. I'll, I'll hold on. I'll, I'll figure it out in just a sec. Uh, I know Danny Boyle directed it because Danny Boyle is the director of Train Spotting. Uh, something days later.
0: Oh, twenty-eight days later.
1: Twenty-eight is it? Twenty-eight. Uh, one hundred fifty-three <laughs> years later. <laughs> uh, where the fuck is it? Yeah, twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight days later. That's a pretty good movie.
0: Those zombies are kind of fast.
1: But they're fa- yeah. That's where like one of the debates started, you know, because those are the fast zombies. Mm-hmm. So they're a different kind of zombie. So I like that movie. I don't know. It's a very different take on a also like apocalypse. You know. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'd have to revisit it to remember what the vibe of it. But that's, it's from only from, so that's from 2002, which is, you know, over 20 years after Dawn of the Dead.
0: I think the interesting thing about the Romero zombies opposed to the other ones is he never discusses how to cure zombies, like make them back into humans. mm and in a lot of other zombie movies, like, say, like, World War Z or I Am Legend or shit like that, they're always like, it's a virus. We can fix them.
1: Oh, really? Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I guess I haven't investigated the zombie genre as deeply or widely as you have. But
0: <laughs> For me, it's just because I've had, like, friends, like, hammer it hammering it into me be like we need to watch this we well so
1: yeah it's so popular it's so ubiquitous all this uh, especially I'm sure because of that fucking tv show uh
0: I blame it because as I think you know I'm into vampire movies so I shoved that down a lot of my friends sure yeah and then in return I was forced to watch zombie movies
1: well yeah I think yeah they're very psychologically yeah the vampires versus zombies are very, very different. I mean, a a vampire is, I think, by nature, a much more solitary and individualistic sort of monster or entity. Whereas a zombie is, like, you don't ever think of a zombie. You think of, like, a whole fucking street full of zombies. You know what I mean?
0: They're They're pack hunters.
1: Yeah, and they're sort of, they're kind of mindless, and they're just... You know they they don't have much personality. Is what I'm saying. I, I was guess. Saying, like I
0: feel like vampires not, are all. The vampires
1: are all personality. Like vampires are too fucking much personality. You know <laughs> <laughs> they're like they should fucking take a break. But
0: they could learn something from zombies.
1: They could. They need to lure you in. No, but yeah, the like the. Vampires could probably learn something from zombies, but <laughs> to chill out a little bit, but <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll definitely like default, uh, uh, give a, a vampire movie a chance much quicker than a zombie movie, but, but George Romero, I'll, I'll go to bat for almost everything he's made. I think, uh, is worth seeing at least worth seeing, you know?
0: I mean, he's known as the godfather of the dead, as we just learned. I always kind of felt like he kind of created the big zombie
1: yeah. like,
0: hype and everything. But he's well, obviously not the origin of it. So were there big zombie movies before him?
1: I don't know. If, I mean, Night of the Living Dead in 68. In that was, that that was, was probably the mo- set the standard. Uh, I mean, were they. I, I think they come from uh, from various religions, you know? It's a it's a
0: I just always as a Catholic just like to be like zombie Jesus and shit. But <laughs>
1: well they, I think they come from, from
0: I think they do come, they come from Voodoo on. or
1: I saying, uh, I were they invented for are they from the Voodoo? Oh you know what's a really good actually yeah you just asked me uh there's a recent one uh uh I think it was a French or Italian movie called Zombie, just with an I on the end? That's really good. Ooh. Or Zombie Child, I think it's called, maybe. That's really good. It's about these, like, uh, girls, like uh, boarding school girls that summon summon the dead. check that one out. I'll look it up in a sec. What but, I'm yeah,
0: reading I, right now is...
1: Haitian, the, Haitian mythology, undead, yeah. Right. I was going
0: to say it comes from voodoo and yeah. Haitian mythology. Okay. <clears throat> So I, I I'm very curious now to see like an interpretation of that. I'd like to see someone make a movie more based around. There's a version. I mean
1: there's a Golden Age of Monsters. What was a, like there was like I Walked with a Zombie. Like there's zombie movies back to those you know creature double feature days. You know.
0: Ooh, those are good films. If you're in a really dorky mood.
1: What? The,
0: like creature features?
1: Yeah, yeah. I grew up on that. Okay, yeah, Zombie Child 2019. That's a really look that one up. It's really good. It's another. It's a different wrinkle on on uh, the zombie genre, and it really addresses a lot of that stuff. Of like, it's a lot about colonialism and how you know Europeans treat. Well, in this case, Haiti. It, it's a lot about Haiti. You know, what, what, what French people, uh, how they relate to and. Their messy relationship with their former colonies, you know.
0: They did not make a lot of money.
1: What I'm, I'm looking oh, at it the oh, box yeah. office. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, who cares? It's on
0: Amazon though.
1: If yeah, anyone keep, wants to watch it. Yeah, if yeah, if, keep keep on the theme of this whole show about like do awards matter? Does this like no? <laughs> this is a really good movie. Check it out. Uh, so that that there's a contemporary zombie movie that I like. Totally, totally. Unrelated to uh, George Romero, a completely different thing. And I mean, I, I can see, I can see as a trope or as a motif why it would be attractive to people because it's, it's pretty all-purpose, you know. To to see if you have these beings that are like human-like, but they're walking around with no seeming intelligence and just acting on their instincts. You you can you can get that to stand in for all kinds of social I
0: was critique say, you that can you apply want. You know, so many meanings to the zombie.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that I, I'm sure that's why it keeps coming back like a zombie. In the Dawn of the Dead, they have these. They have me- trace memories of when they were humans, and they keep repeating, like opening doors or holding a gun or trying. Like they keep. It's a great thing. It's it's like they just keep repeating the one thing they were doing like right before they were killed or whatever, mm-hmm. like, but in slow motion. Uh,
0: it is like the question with the mall zombies, like were they there when they returned or did they just eventually wander in the mall?
1: Well, they have those great shot, those helicopter shots of like the people from the surrounding countryside or whatever. Mm-hmm. The lurching, not the people, the zombies, you know? they keep they know there's something magnetic about the mall you know there's some trace memory that brings them back there because that is as we discussed before the town square of suburbs in america
0: do you think it's, they're drawn there because of that like the community or because you're so drawn to like the consumerism
1: some trace of like what they used to but also, I mean, their you know their only motivation as zombies is to to forage. For, they're just searching for food, and they can. I don't know. Do they hear or smell? We we don't really know how they know uh, about the warm-blooded people, but somehow they they're able to sense. Yeah, but
0: they don't uh, sense the it quickly. I, I, no, no, I didn't no. That.
1: Well, they're, and they're very easy to fool and get like when they yeah and yeah, those horrible like really like. Even like our heroes are so fucking cruel, you know yes. they 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 run cars over them, and then the one blonde soldier boy guy just goes fucking crazy and just starts massacring them for no reason and just loses his mind from killing and that's That's one of the hit that guy is definitely. Uh, like a shell shock, vet kind of thing. You know, That's the traces of the Vietnam War there. You know what I mean?
0: That's what I was going to say in the <clears> beginning <throat> when they were at the... Were they housing projects in the beginning?
1: Mm. Where
0: the uh, SWAT guys initially were?
1: Yes. Oh, when they were... Yeah, because there was that scene where... This, the, these people didn't want to give up their the, their zombified relatives. Yeah, and they were they, they had like confined them in the basement and just thrown thrown them body parts to eat.
0: Basically, there's that
1: horrible sight. Like, and then the our heroes go and kill them. But there's yeah, that it like was a holdout.
0: Like uh, one who's like the leader, and he's like insanely brutal. And you totally can see that he became unhinged because one, he's really racist and bigoted. Yes, and he actually is killing civilians too, like regular people.
1: Well, all that stuff, all that, yeah, that whole scene in that, uh, in that building is, uh, reads so differently now after, uh, after all the pandemic shit, you know, with, with all the, all the hate and, and the, the Trump years uh, of all this hate coming to the surface. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, it's been with us the whole time. It's been with us the whole history of America. Uh, but when it comes to the surface, uh, uh, it, it reads real, it's, it's extra vivid, you know what I mean? Definitely. And, uh, sadly, you know, watching a movie from 1978, uh, you know, like you stop you stop believing in the notion of progress a little bit, you know, like yeah, because you com you compare it from you know news from a day or two ago and you don't see that much difference except for hairstyles and technology, you know. Aside aside from the trappings, you know, like our mall would look a little bit different if we still had them, but like unfortunately, that yeah, seems seems pretty contemporary to me.
0: <laughs> I would say like the only thing that caught me off guard were just certain words. That like yeah. he said, but well, of course. Yeah. Like it's like you don't hear it that much anymore and you're like, wait, what did he say?
1: Yeah, there's there's some dated stuff, but and it's like
0: was that a hard R? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah.
1: Of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean George Romero always, always had a a very distinct political and social point of view. Mm-hmm. I mean, both the the first two zombie movies are very intentionally, you know, the star is a black man, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that that was a point, that was a political point about, you know, the state of America. Like he did that. It, it wasn't just a gimmick and it wasn't like tokenism, you know. He was, he was making a point that, that these are human beings and how they should be treated and are often not. Unfortunately in this country, you know?
0: Definitely. He definitely does have a very progressive vibe.
1: Oh yeah, he I mean he's he's a big very very open lefty, you know, like he's very, very lefty. I mean, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, like it's it's very, very obvious in these films. I don't know if it's as obvious to people who aren't like reading into films a lot. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean the Average person doesn't read into anything as we're talking about our education debate. They don't read books and, you know, they they think it's, a, you know, uh, he made these movies that were, you know, popular entertainments so they could appeal to people that just like violence. Like if you like, if you like bodies being ripped up, like you're not going to do that much better than this. You know, it happens so many different ways. How many de- How many ways you can rip apart and mutilate and kill a body? You know, like you get you get your whole fucking combo platter uh, lunch buffet here, you know.
0: You know, it is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre in that weird way where like Mm. it could be seen from a very intellectual standpoint. You could read into it a lot or you could Mm. also have that really, I guess, mass audience that just loves the violence.
1: Well, yeah, this is what this is what elevates this above just. Just exploitation or just... This is more than junk food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is a point to it. And he's making... It's sort of like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, theater, theater of Cruelty or like... It's like a Punch and Judy show, you know? Mm-hmm. People bashing each other over the head to make a, like an allegorical point about human interactions or society, you know? <laughs> How it actually works. It's- and... I think that's in all his movies, all his movies that I know.
0: I've only seen a few. Um, I, I've obviously seen uh, Night of the Living Dead. And I I did see Dawn of the, the Dead. I also saw the remake. That fucked me up when we were trying to find this No, movie. no,
1: I know. Yeah, this is yeah something we should address is, unfortunately, this movie... Hopefully soon it'll be remedied, uh, but it's not available for streaming except for uh, on YouTube uh, because of some kind of weird rights issues.
0: Uh, I actually started messaging like all my really big horror friends. <clears throat> no one had it on DVD, Blu-ray, not even really? VHS. I have an old VHS player in my storage locker. No,
1: I, I it, it's definitely been out on like either VHS or something. Like it's been out on those formats. Yeah. But it, I don't think it's ever been uh, legally been available like, for streaming.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's never because, been like a very big wide release for personal.
1: like. But yeah, according to the article that you sent me when we we're uh, writing back and forth about it, you know, there is plans to do that. Uh, I think some European company bought the VOD rights to it. But, uh, and it's hung up with, uh, like, one of the producers wanting to make some 3D version, which is, like, we've talked about 3D before and what a scam that is.
0: Yeah, uh, that one just shocked me. I was like, wow, someone's really, like, hedging their bets on that?
1: And then, yeah, especially, like, that that train left the station. Like, people are just watching shit at home. Like, you have to get so much gear to to make that shit work
0: in, I think in your home you
1: theater, you know?
0: One of those 3D TVs, I
1: yeah. think. I think so. You, you, you need some, like, expensive gear, which is really, this is the reason why it exists. So you buy that shit, just like at the mall, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the central metaphor of the movie, central image. and. Uh,
0: I could understand why some films could look interesting. In 3D, but I, sure, I don't think yeah. I saw a single scene in this film that looked like it would really be like. No, Damn, I mean like it would be 3D. Yeah, cool. the
1: like the gory parts would look kind of cool, I guess, but like. Yeah, I'm like saying
0: like it's a I I guess, but it doesn't scream out to be like, oh, that would be really cool to see in this way.
1: No, I saw uh what did I see I, a, couple, a couple of times? I've enjoyed 3D. Uh Andy Warhol's Frankenstein in Ooh. 3D. That, that's fun. It's a very silly movie, but uh, it's kind of fun to watch. And it's a cheesy movie, so like add another layer of cheese with the 3D. It's good, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's not a it's not an effect that makes that enhances exactly. It it's o- only ironically, you know. It's like yeah, it's a that John John Waters gimmick, the scratch and sniff movie. You know, like he had I s- love scratch and sniff. He had scratch and sniff cards for uh, polyester, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I was reading that one <laughs> new movie is coming out in 3D. Now I just can't remember what it is. Oh, really? It's going to be a big one this year. Mm. Yeah. It, it's one of the, those like wait, big audience it, pleasers.
1: Oh, is is Steven Spielberg doing The Color of Purple in 3D finally?
0: Oh, my God. I wish he was. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and let him bring back Oprah, please. <laughs>
1: well with the with all the c g i technology they they can make her any age that she wants so
0: I'm still shocked. I really thought when we saw scream that that was um just another actor with uh the face where they they're trying to make him young oh make ski-do,
1: skate ski-do-rich? or, 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 or which the
0: one, one who plays Be-do- uh billy loomis
1: that's Ulerich, isn't it I don't know I think that's his name. Oh, it was just makeup. It wasn't yeah, CGI.
0: It was just really bad makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they because, get that weird,
1: that weird shit in that uh, the Scorsese's movie, The Irishman, where they de-aged them?
0: Yeah, and they which did. Which is it really bizarre. In the last Star Wars movie, and mm, then the yeah. one spin off Rogue One.
1: Yeah, that's going to be more and more. That's, I mean, they're going to start popping like a whole like young young actors and like from the past in any second now. But.
0: But you could see it if you like actually watch it at home, mm. like where you actually can yeah. like study it. Scream is on uh Paramount now it's streaming, so
1: oh good now now i now I can know where another place not to see it yeah, all Again. the
0: Scream movies are on there
1: enjoy oh, dimitri
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well you know i've I've only seen two uh. I've only seen the first one and the last one. <laughs> so, you I, want a I, sad
0: moment. Yesterday I was talking about Scream with my sister-in-law and I found out she was an even bigger fan than me. Really? And I just froze. Like, I forgot Why? facts.
1: Because it shocked you that there was somebody... Yeah, that,
0: someone in my family who, like, knew horror movies. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, and I just thought, couldn't remember... You thought that you thing. had
1: the market cornered in, in your family? Like, that was your... Yeah. That was your thing?
0: And, like, I was just, like, it wasn't until we were driving home after that whole, like, three-hour party where I was, like, Woodsboro, that's where it takes place, Woodsboro. Oh. And, like, the best part is Boo had no idea that, like, I was even thinking that. He just looked at me like, what the fuck?
1: Mm. Isn't that where, where you set our... Uh
0: I podcast. know. Isn't Are, that aren't pathetic? we based in Woodsboro? I know.
1: You had that on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. That we're in that we're in Woodsboro for a for a geo what's it called? The tracking or whatever it's called. I found Where Chicago
0: the- a pretty boring place yeah. for a horror podcast to take place. Why not make shit so, so, fictional,
1: random-ass places? So, we 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 actually, yeah, we reside in a, a fake California town.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, it looks like a really cool Californian town, though. I like how, like, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> kind of deserted it is. Although, Boo wants to live somewhere like that, and I was just like, mm, Really? I don't well, want you, to. Well, I mean, you
1: guys have been out in the suburbs for a bit, so I guess that's where you're headed.
0: We are very up in the air. Like that's the oh, one really. thing. We never plan to really settle anywhere. Mm-hmm.
1: You're just going to be vagabonds, huh? Well, you could you could be just like the people in this in the Dawn of the Dead, where you have to flee once the bikers come and rampage and ruin your your domicile. You have to move on to the next thing because you know at the end of Dawn of the Dead, they're flying off the two survivors. I don't think. Any of us are supposed to get the feeling that they're going to survive, really. I don't think they are. They're I mean, just the going to have
0: to go place to place, and eventually well, they'll also, be caught up.
1: Do you think the lady's baby's ever born? Ooh. Do you think she carries it to term?
0: I, Ass- I like asshole, how the beginning.
1: Asshole, asshole Steve's horrible spawn. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that guy, man. I, that He fucked so much shit up, that the, the helicopter guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my God. Like yeah, the Peter guy really had to school him hard. I don't think <laughs>
0: she had excellent survival skills, so I don't hold out too much hope for her.
1: No, no, no. But she—I—I I, I mean, I think she had it more together than old Steve.
0: She had it more together than him, but well, but Steve yeah. really
1: caused the whole the reason they had to flee was because of steve Didn't
0: he caused the biker situation
1: yeah because he start because he got once again a, a very american quality he saw them taking stuff and decided that they, it was his mm-hmm. this is it's greed it's really greed that fucked them up because and which is you know such an, an american hallmark virtue that we celebrate here and it fucks everybody up all the fucking time uh yeah this is why for reason 5000 that this is a great movie and an all-time classic.
0: I'm going to rewatch this whenever we're done.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's just I don't know. Uh and the great thing about it is he j- all all Romero does is just he he, he nails like the setting and he, he nails the conflict and there's I mean there's not that much plot in it really. It's just a place and it's just variations on a theme over and over, you know? These, these shopping binges, that, when they gorge themselves on, like, uh, luxury, and when they get complacent, and then, the, and then they get panicked. And, like, it's just, it's like a, I don't know, it's, it's like a psychotic episode. Like, mass psychosis, you know? <laughs>
0: I mean, that's why I always said that, like, if I were to hide out somewhere, that's where you could probably just kind of let your guard down the most a little bit.
1: See, that's funny. Yeah, you were you're saying that earlier about, like, imagining the apocalypse. I think, personally, now that I think about it, if it was the apocalypse and my only choice was to, like, hole up in a mall, I would just fucking kill myself. Really? Oh, yeah. I would rather kill myself than live in a mall. <laughs> yep. I would also kill myself rather than live in a small town so you know <laughs> i I, I, have, I have very stringent requirements for the places i want to live because you know i'm just very particular that way <laughs> but
0: like i know there's one mall right by me it's like the biggest mall in illinois woodfield mall it's right oh, by the ikea Oh, yeah. like oh the but the, 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 the ikea pandemic... in,
1: in schaumburg yeah Okay, I've been to that.
0: Yeah, like they're like across the street. Talk from each about other.
1: dystopia. I think we've talked about. You yeah, know, you like those? Like, oh, I, I get, I get so, I, just like I get so discomfited in there. Oh, uh, yeah, not, do not, not do not dig IKEA. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like I'm not so into the IKEA furniture or the culture. I just like watching people doing their <laughs> shit because, like, it's a, it, it's this loop, you know. And they're just seriously following the arrows. Like you, you, you look at the it's ground. A rat,
1: it's a fucking rat maze. Yeah, it is. And it's designed to get you lost, so you find, so you get places that you wouldn't have looked. So you buy more shit.
0: See if you go to IKEA with me. I know actually the doors that take you straight out.
1: Oh. Yeah, so you, you're the smart, you're the smart rat at, in the IKEA maze. Potentially, <laughs> the educated rat. I'm uh, the one who's
0: been there for too long, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, you're like the, the godmother of, of the rats as George Romero is the godfather of the zombies. Exactly. <laughs> but
0: yeah, when the pandemic like cooled down and like stores started to open, like people flocked back to the mall. It was oh, really the, shocking. Oh, the, to
1: this Woodfield one that you're talking about?
0: Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, I haven't been there in a while, but like, I remember thinking, oh, there aren't going to be a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Like people are still going to be cautious, but yeah. nah, packed. Yeah. And, like, it's one of those things where it's just like, but none of them are buying shit.
1: Yeah, they're just social. That's a place where it's a gathering place. It's the town square, the plaza. Yeah.
0: It does hit home, then, when you think of, like, Dawn of the Dead. Because it's like, we're in pandemic times. You have no reason to be here, but you're still here.
1: Well, yeah, of course. Just like the zombies in the movie... You know, they have no money and they don't need any of those things anymore, and yet they still go there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All they want is brains, right? Because that's what they need to survive in flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, and yet they still keep going through these motions. And that's really super true of, of us, too. We go to these places that are outmoded and that we don't need anymore, you know, just out of habit.
0: Like, yeah. if you were to go there right now, it is basically Dawn of the Dead. It's just they're not dead yet. Yeah. 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 Like, no one's buying shit. That's, they have their that's masks always, on. That's always,
1: always, always, and they say in the movies, but, like, that's always the point in Romero is that the the living, like, the dead people are us, you know? Like, there's very little difference, <laughs> you know?
0: And it really is. Like, it's not the dead that are the bad guys. It's other people. Yeah, it's, it's the living.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's a it's a I mean, he is, I guess on a certain level a kind of a, a moralist, you know, like he has he has uh, kind of life lessons to impart, you know what I mean?
0: He like Stephen King, I wonder what what happened to him in his youth, what, what caused him to get Yeah, these I don't know.
1: I don't know all his his whole biography. It's it's very easily findable, but
0: Oh yeah. It's a quick yeah. wiki search away.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can. We'll, we'll we'll let the the vast ho- home audience do their own homework on this. Yeah. Uh, do you have any ideas for our our next victim? <laughs> you know what? No subject. I'll you hit don't? you up later. Yeah. Let's. Yes, we can remakes and and sequels and cliffhangers. We'll leave a cliffhanger here. Like nobody knows what we cover next. You'll have to tune in in a couple of weeks.
0: Oh hell yeah.